Hello folks and welcome to Chiang Mai is Blue, your independent Chiang Mai FC podcast with me, Rob Scott, and with Simon. Hello boys and girls. So to start off with, we'd like to shout out to Noel and say, you're not our only Aussie listener, mate. We've now got a Wayne from Victoria, so that's two Aussies. Bloody marvellous. So, Wayne, thank you very much, mate. Um, we think we have a few Brazilians as well, but we'll have to... We, <laughs> obligado. We're, there's going to be loads of Brazilians, <laughs> aren't they? I thought I'd hear Jonathan. Brilliant. <laughs> it was. It was a great interview. Um, oh. we, we're back from Rayong. We went. We trundled down there for the weekend. Um, it's a long haul. It's always a nice weekend. Rayong's an interesting town. Uh, the stadium sort of... Smallish, but with a great big running track around the outside, which means the way supporters are about 60 yards even from the field of play. Uh, not great. Um, and a nil-nil draw. Yeah, I think you've got to start off by saying every team in the league would be delighted with coming away there. Nil-nil. They're going to do well at home because they're good. Um, so that was great. Um, Farha. So, you know my views on this. The last few games, privately, I thought that Farha needed a rest. He 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 was been a bit wibbly wobbly. Um, so the technical term. Yes. Yeah, okay. Craps the untechnical <laughs> term. Um, and I thought he needed a rest. And giving Anipong a game is sensible. But I was delighted to say that his handling was very secure and he looked strong and confident and I was a lot happier. Yeah, he... he forget his wibbly-wobbly, like I said. He no, did, he did, he did in well. In fairness, Rayong only had one shot on goal that I can remember, which was a Thiago Chalapa effort, uh, left foot, um, which he didn't really connect with particularly well. Um, it was quite a dull game, I suppose, for a non-supporter or someone just watching a game. It, it, like you said, nothing really happened. No, I mean, the best chances obviously fell to, to Chiang Mai as the visitors. Um, we hit the woodwork twice. Um, the first half, uh, Chichanok uh, from about six yards out, belted a volley against the woodwork. And the second half, uh, a piece of acrobatics from Yu Byung So, which was probably one of, the, one, of, one of the best bits of football of the evening. Takes the ball on his chest, spins away to, to his left, uh, and also thumps the ball against the crossbar. Yeah, for a big, immobile lad, that was very impressive. That was good technique. It was good, good technique. technique. Yes, it was. Um, Chicha, you just got to feel sorry for the poor sod. He, he's permanently injured and he just needs a bit of luck. And he needs to get a goal off his ass if he can. And if that had gone in for him, I think that would have done him the world of good. But then it looks like it doesn't matter now because he's noble, poor sod. Yeah, I mean, he, he's um, a shame. He's such a nice lad. He really took a nasty challenge second half. Um, He's going at uh, Chichinov's running flat out um, towards the the uh, rayon goal and gets pulled down. It's late. It's from behind. It's on the unprotected back of the leg, and it looks like it's reactivated the the uh, Achilles cruciate ligament injury that he had previously and kept him out of the game for about fifteen months. If that's a bad knock and it doesn't look great, I mean, that could be his season over. Yeah, I mean it was a nasty challenge. It was just like well, you no need for that, mate. No, and that's um, 
I think that was Chichinok's reaction. You know, he put a post out on social media, um, which was rightly fairly angry. Uh, I don't need to read it to you. You can go find it for yourselves. Um, I thought that was too polite. <laughs> yeah, there were no bad words in it, I guess, but it was pretty clear the message he was getting across. Um, and it had a lot to do with you know, paying a little bit of respect for, for your fellow footballers. Um, there was none there. Uh, it was an immediate yellow card. Uh, could have then, been a red. Should have been, probably should have been a red, nasty. other than the referee would argue that the, the guy wasn't the last line of defence. But it was... Was it dangerous play? Absolutely. Um, and he really didn't give us anything. He definitely was no. pro then. No, as a referee, he didn't give us anything. There was another incident later in the, in the second half where the um, rayon keeper goes up to claim a corner and makes, makes a good catch. And as he comes down, there's a wee tug on, it, on, on his shirt... Um, from the chain knife fullback whose name has just escaped me completely. How does this happen that I have brain freezes? You're old. Yeah, I'm old. It'll come back to me eventually. In fact, I'll cheat and I'll look it up. Because you already mm. know the answer to this. You could help me out here, Simon. Look, Sarawat. And Sarawat has a wee tug on the, goal, on the goalkeeper's shirt and gets an elbow to his... Uh, the goalkeeper flings back his elbow into Sarawat's face. Referee has a good look at it and immediately waves play, or play away, uh, waves play on. Um, penalty, at least a yellow card, possibly a red. Um, I would have gone red. Yeah. He's elbowed someone in the face. Yeah. He's a vile little turd. He should have gone off. And anyone who does something like that for the season. Yeah. It, you can't do that. You can really bugger up someone's you face. You can. I mean, yeah. it's lucky that it wasn't much of a connection. Um, Little turd. And I, there was also one other chance for Stenio, uh, which he somehow, for, for a guy who finishes as well as he does, uh, diverted a ball wide of the goal from six yards in front of the goal. Um, that was a crying shame. Because it was easier to put it in, and you I know what so. he's like. He's going to be gutted about yeah. that. He's going to yeah. be... And, and rightly so, but these things happen, don't they? So, in the end, it finished nil-nil, and Chiang Mai did have the better chances, did hit the woodwork. It looked by the end of the game as though Rayong had settled quite happily for the point as they slowed play down quite dramatically. Um, that was surprising. It was like, oh... Not interested Ooh. anymore. Oh, on the injury front, it was uh, there were two more. Charles uh, Chapuis got a hamstring um, niggle. I hope it looked like it just it didn't look too serious, but enough to make sure he did the sensible thing and didn't carry on. And uh, their centre forward, the Brazilian Thiago Chulapa, broke his nose. Now, oh, is that what happened? Not a lot of people know that because. <laughs> <laughs> I have this from... This is a piece of insider information, um, friends of friends. Uh, so I'm not even sure I'm supposed to tell people, but if he doesn't play this weekend or has a big mask on his face, it'll be fairly obvious what happened. I think that was in the clash of heads with uh, Lim Chen Kyun. Because that took with, a long time for all that to long time, out, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, a long time for the physios. I mean, the busiest people at the game were the physios. I mean, the busiest people after the game are probably the doctors. Uh, <laughs> 
And that's unfortunate. It says, it says a lot about the pitch as much as anything else. It's not great. Um, and it just says sometimes when the referees try to be a little bit too lenient, as was the referee on Saturday, it does allow people to get away with things. Now, the clash of heads, you can do nothing about the Lin Chen Kyun and uh, Chiaru Chilapa. Nobody protested that. It was just unfortunate. It, it happens, doesn't it? So, you know, unintentional and... Yeah. Nothing but, you can do about but, it. Yeah, the Chichenok injury was particularly nasty, and um, there was a bit of a melee after afterwards, and a couple of bookings. Um, I think the Chiang Mai players had a pretty good clip, pretty good idea how serious that was. Yeah. Uh, so that's all very unfortunate, and that uh, means, fortunately, we we play Krabi on Saturday. We'll come to that in a minute, and then a cup game in in midweek against. Um, I suppose what in the UK would be called non-league opposition, but there has to be another word for it here. Um, we'll talk about that, but it does give us a chance to use players that haven't been regular starters this season. Um, Which obviously I will be very happy with, because yeah. that's one of my moans. Yes, I'd like you to moan about anything, Simon. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been, we've had that kind of conversation this afternoon. It's been, it's been feisty, shall we say. Um, let's just run through, and then we'll take a point. Simon's right. We go to Rayon, we'll take a point from Rayon. We're still unbeaten this season. Rayon will be top half of the table, potentially top six at the end of the season. Thank you very much. Absolutely, yeah. I'm two good teams prior to the game before, was it first and second? Yeah. Um, again, I said before, I was really impressed with Rayon. But then I was really impressed with us. Yeah. And it's nice that we did well against a good team. The football team, rather oddly, gave man of the match to Stenio. Must have been, must have been because of that miss in front of goal. Um, I would have given him man of the match the previous week when they, when they didn't. Um, I would have given it this week to Nicole Kitt, who I thought was absolutely immaculate in defence and probably doesn't get the credit that he deserves partly because he doesn't he's, he's not visible he doesn't make mistakes he's just very very sound yeah very dependable does what it says on the tin the ball needs to go out it goes out um, he's settled in really well and, and that's comforting you know you, yeah they're, you, they're a good partnership aren't they here, they, here, here in Piachinok yeah they, they, they've blossomed and again we're quite lucky that Savannah Pack can step in so we've got a Good three centre defenders there yeah. that I'm really happy yeah. with. So that's and we went, we played a back four again. So Sarawin was uh, back at right back uh, with the one whose name I always forget at left back. <laughs> Sarawat. Yes. So obviously yeah. I was delighted that he was picked. I, I was chasing my ass and I got to the game and I popped up to see what the team was and I just saw a picture of him. So I thought, oh, super duper, I like him. Um, would have preferred a couple more changes, but then I'm always going to. Um, that was it, really. Just so wanted to say I like him and he's yeah, good. Let's go to the other games from the weekend, the other results from the weekend. Uh, Chanterbury won, Prayer won. Simon watched the highlights of this. Right, that was a really entertaining game. It was fun. They both looked good, and to be honest, they definitely both looked like a top-six team. And, as we've mentioned before, prayer are stepping into gear and you expect them to slowly creep up. But surprised about Chantanaburi, actually. I thought they were there some 
yeah, early season fluke and strange results, but they were good. Canterbury come up to Chiang Mai United this weekend and for once they've actually got the dates right Chiang Mai FC play on the Saturday Chiang Mai United on the Sunday so if you want to see Canterbury as well then that's uh, Sunday evening 6.30 at the 700th Samut Prekan City 1 and Nakhon Ratchasima 3 two goals for Davison again ex-Chiang Mai United Uh, that takes Nakhon Ratchasima to the top of the table by one point from Chiang Mai as, as we were saying before we started, the top six now looks like a top six that could be there at the end of the season. It it it's settled into what it should be. So I still Except want maybe to watch... for National City United, who I think are a top six material if they want to be. Yes, and they looked really good actually. I, I know it's only against Crabby and they're completely atrocious, but you know. They're playing good football and they are a good team. So, as I mentioned to you, are they thinking, well, we rushed to top of the league last season, then it all went tits up and we collapsed. And this season, are they thinking, well, let's not do that again because that was really crap and disappointing. So let's chug along to halfway. Do we need any players? How's the money situation? And kick on from there. So... And obviously it's me decks there, so I hope they do. Nakon C1 at Krabi 2-0. They were 2-0 up at half-time and, and pretty well coasted. Through. Can you coast through mud? I was after mud bath at Krabi again. So. And, and they could have had a lot more. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know, as expected, you you know, it's Krabi. The, 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 the Sunday results, Patia 1, Kanchanaburi 1. Um, Kassitsart 1, Chiang Mai United 1. There were not a lot of goals on uh, on the Sunday. Real 0, Chiang Mai FC 0. Nongur 1, Supamburi 0. Uh, that looks a decent game. Yes, I, 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 I really would like to watch that. So I might do a 90 minutes if I've got mm. time somewhere and just sit down. And, and, and Lampang 1, Customs 1. Which is a game Lampang would have probably wanted to win if they're going to be any sort of threat as the season continues. Yes, didn't see much of that, so not really in a position to comment. But again, I just think, like prayer, they're getting their act together and they will move up slightly slower, I'm thinking, but still expect them... So so that's the weekend's results. One slight grumble from the weekend. Um, Maybe this is just me. I don't particularly like Jakapan doing the post-match interviews for Chiang Mai FC. If I'm the media, I, would, I want to hear from the manager. I don't want to hear from one of the offsiders being brought in. And I realise Jakapan speaks Thai, but we managed perfectly well last season with Fakuda-san and with Kun Golf as, as the translator. Um, I just think... if you know, you, you need to respect the media here because if you respect the media, then they're going to treat you fairly. And part of respecting the media is turning up to press conferences. Yeah, nothing to add that. It's a completely fair statement. Um, and I don't like change. So I like Fukuda and Kungolf doing their little press interview. Yeah. And he can speak English. He can yeah. speak Thai. So, you know, yeah. Now... Yeah. Onwards to um, Krabi, which is this weekend's game, uh, which is six o'clock on Saturday at the Municipal Stadium. Um, Krabi, well, they've, they've, they've played six. They've played five of those six games at home. They have not scored 
yet this season. So that's no goals in 540 minutes of football. Um, and from what I've seen, unfortunately, they really don't look no, like no, they, they were. They're awful, bless yeah. them, they really... And I don't want them to go down, so, guys, sort your shit out, because yeah. you are so crap. Now, on the, on the upside, in the six games, they have only conceded seven goals, so they, they haven't been a sort of floodgates. But when you five of those six games have been played on that dreadful, muddy, gluey, tacky mess of a football pitch that they have down in Krabi, uh, you're never going to get much of a goal fest down there. Uh, just, yeah, you've got to feel for the bit. Cool. I mean, what worries me is how do you stay motivated? As a player, as a coach, how do you stay motivated? I've got absolutely no idea. I mean, you might be able to get some players motivated for a single game, but playing like that, you can't. It's like, what can you do? No, I mean, I mean hopefully... They now have to come from Krabi up to Chiang Mai. It's not exactly going to see your neighbours. Um, with the likelihood that they're going to get mullered when they get here. I mean, it's hard to get out of bed for. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, going back millions of years ago, uh, thanks to my parents, we moved out into the middle of nowhere to a little village on the Staffordshire-Shropshire border. And the primary school didn't have a football team, so we created one, a little five-a-side team. Fantastic. The Dolly Knights. We advertised in one of the football magazines, Football Monthly or something, where you could put little classified adverts in. We advertised for teams to play against. So we get invited to the, the town of Wellington in, in, in Shropshire, some, I don't know, 15 odd miles away. Uh, and we play this team of you know, remarkably sort of healthy, fit looking you know, 11, 12 year olds. And we got thumped 11 nil in our first game. Brilliant. <laughs> and the bizarre thing is they still wanted to play us again. Uh, but you just, you, it's, it's hard to get, you know, as a 10 year old, it's hard to get motivated when you know you're going to get monstered. Presumably it's the same as an adult. Yeah, I can't argue with that. It's, it's soul destroying, isn't it, to be honest? And, and the other catch is that having played five of their first six games at home, those games will have to be played away in the second half of the season. So they're going to be playing something like. Of the 17 games, they're probably going to be playing 12 games away in the second half of the season. And that's going to be tiring over that length of time, isn't it? They're it's tiring and the odds just aren't in your favour. Well, as we said, you assume they get to Christmas, re-evaluate, and if not, just drop out the league. Well, you hope, they get, you hope at least the players, the coaches, the staff are getting paid. But it was always it was touch and go whether Krabi would be here for this season and... It's not looking I'm not, I'm good, I'm not sure they've turned up yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor guys. Um, they do have a, some chain... They've got six players who have been ever-present this season, uh, including Panapan, who's the goalkeeper who was there last year, and Poncha, you'll remember him as ex-Chiang Mai FC uh, before spending some time at Raj Pracha. Uh, they have lost to China, to Rayong, to Kanchanaburi, to Patia, to Nakhon Rajasima and to Nakhon Sea United. Their only away game was actually a decent performance. They lost 1-0 uh, away at Nakhon Rachasima. I think they can grasp onto a tiny bit, I hope, of saying, we've played away against a lot of good teams. So well, they've played away once. Well, OK, play, <laughs> played at home yeah, against, against a really true. good team. So it's a, it, you're struggling to 
compliment them, mind you. It, it, it's I, I think their problem is they're not going to score goals. Up. They're not going to score goals. Uh, Julius Chukwuma came from uh, came from Renong, their Nigerian centre forward. But what they do have is a couple of decent centre halves. Uh, Hamed Bakhtiari came in last season. We saw him when we went down to Krabi. Uh, Iranian defender, one of their their I think three foreign players. Uh, and Suat Yadi um, was a rock of a centre back at Moin Khan. So. They they'll take a little bit of breaking down, and if I was if I was Krabi, I'd be playing like nine one. I'm just going to pack everybody behind the ball and and yeah. and tell Chang might break us down. Yeah, and hopefully you fluke one from a corner, or the referee gives a dodgy decision. But then, you know, they score, and we're one nil down. You really aren't worried, are you? Yeah. Um, the other games coming up this weekend. Um, when I get my list together, uh, Kanchanaburi play Kasitsat. These are the Saturday games. Nakan Rachasima against Rayong. I think that's a decent game. Prayer against Lampang is something of a uh, of a sort of local northern derby. Um, I, on Sunday, October the first. We're into October already, kids. Uh, on Sunday, Ayutthaya versus Nongbua. Probably a decent game. Um, come back to Ayutthaya in a minute. Customs against Patia. Chiang Mai United, Chantaburi, 6.30 at the 700th, uh, and Supanburi versus Samut Prekan City. Now, Ayutthaya uh, went wild at China on Saturday, scored five. Now, Ayutthaya are also Bangkok United reserves and uh, seem to, they sort of blow hot and cold. I, I never like these teams that are somebody's child. You know, they have their, their, their parent is, is a T1 team. Uh, Natawat scored two, he's on loan from Bangkok United, and Andre Louis scored two. Uh, but China, again, for a team I quite like and for a place I quite like to visit, China looked to be in trouble this season too. Yeah, again, that's a shame because it's a, it's a short trip and it's just fun and nice and, and I like it there. And some of the best food to be found at any football stadium. Oh. Any, I mean, what football ground actually sells strawberries? Yeah. It's like, it's like Wimbledon at a, at a sort of remote type football stadium. It's impressive, it really is. So hats off to them and try and stay up and bin that pink kit. It's horrible. Yeah, true. Now, we go back to briefly to our favourite Chiang Mai 11s. I didn't tell you mine, so I'm going to quickly do, quickly give you my 11. Um, Simon hasn't heard this, so... Uh, in Gold Pirate, uh, a back three of Evson, Velko and Tossipol. I'm not sure they'll like each other very much, but they'll probably be an effective back three. Uh, sitting in defensive midfield in front of the back three, Pitchett Pong and David Cueva. Uh, in front of them, another three, uh, Ekenet Panya, Lim Cheng Hyun, and Stenio Jr. on the left side, and up front, uh, Eliandro and Rio Matsumura. That's my 11. Um, I like it when Simon goes quiet. That's my 11 because you know, I only go back five years, so 2018. So Again, no real complaints. You can't really argue with anything. It's just, yeah, oh, that's fine. I'd be happy with, with yeah. that. Pichipon I always liked. He was sort of a rock of a midfielder. Yeah, he was great, wasn't he? He was entertaining as well. Yes. You know. Good. Yes. They'd be fighting over who takes the free kicks. That could be entertaining. Anyone who wants to tell us your Chiang Mai 11, please do so. You know how to get a hold of us. If you want to come on the podcast and explain your 11, you'd be very welcome. 
Um, well, depending on what your team is. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the other thing that I wanted to vaguely touch on, because this came from the, from the Thai FA, was the interview they did with Charles Chapuis. Uh, it's a 15-minute interview. I'll put a link in at the, uh, underneath the podcast or attached to the podcast when, when it's published and online. Here are a couple of clips of uh, Charles' interview with the, the Thai FA. It is 15 minutes. It, it is worth a listen. There's, there's a lot of quite insightful material there about the pressures of fame and talent and um, managing across cultures. Uh, he talks about the uh, Under-17 World Cup win for Switzerland, um, about the Suzuki Cup win for uh, Thailand, uh, and about mo- not moving to Juventus at a very young age, 17, and eventually coming back to, to Thailand with Buriram, um, a number of other League One clubs, and then on to Chiang Mai. It's also how you deal with, in- with injury and the pressures that come from a long layoff after injury and how you rehabilitate from that and how you manage expectations, not just your own expectations, but the expectations of managers and fans. I found it very interesting and I wonder quite how much help young players do get in terms of support and not therapy, but advice and counselling. Uh, as they build their careers. A couple of bits of it I found a, a little bit, um, not quite, just not as well worded as perhaps I would have advised somebody to do so. Anyway, make your own judgment, have, your, have a listen. Here's a couple of clips. Also the pressure off the field, you know, like, okay, we are 11 players on the field, but everyone have focus on Shampoo. If he play good, it's because of me. If he play bad, it's because of me. It's always about me and it was not easy for me in a young age to handle the fame, to, to, to understand the pressure I have, to understand the focus on me. Like every mistake I do, people will talk. Every post I do, people will talk. But um, I, think, I, I think I'm one of the most misunderstood footballer ever. People think I'm focusing only about life, good life but this is only on Instagram because uh, this is also what makes me money how I earn and can support my family my dad my mom my wife and I'm very very thankful for this opportunity now in Chiang Mai FC and uh, I think I found my smile back my happiness again and I'm just here just to want to play football and enjoy the time help the team to get to T1 it's an interesting interview because in much of it, he, I mean, he's bright, he's articulate, he's, clear, he's well-spoken. Um, I feel a bit for him because he really has had no football for two years. So to some extent, Chiang Mai have sort of rescued him and possibly rescued his career. And I think he's appreciative of, uh, of the owner's efforts and of the efforts of, uh, of coach Fukuda. I understand why modern footballers also have a social media image uh, and, and work to maintain all of that. And I don't think there's any sort of sense of misunderstanding there. I just think in all of these things, what you want to do is talk up the positives. And because you, you, you are privileged, you are very privileged to be able 
to make a career of something that for most of us was a hobby. And I think you have to respect that privilege and not sort of sound like you've been sort of slightly hard done by somewhere along the line. But what we hope to do is be able to interview Charles in the future on the podcast. I know he's keen to come on and talk with us. He's contributed what I believe is now four assists. The Thai League will tell you it's three, but it's, it's really four. Uh, and that's made a difference. And I think his move into mid, genuine midfield will make a difference as well. Possibly, yes. OK, dear listener. Um, on that, what we will do next week is we'll do two, have to do two podcasts next week because of the trip down to Surtani and to, to Champon. So on Monday, we will come back with a review of this weekend's games. I suspect we'll be at both of the Chiang Mai games, so we'll watch Chiang Mai FC and out of idle curiosity, have a look at Chiang Mai United as well. And then at the end of the week, we will come back um, and tell you all about our trip down to what's called Suratani Youth, but is in fact the Border Patrol Police Force 41, uh, and a match that's being played on an artificial pitch. Simon, you wanted to contribute. Yes, prior to that, a Carolyn has got two goals. Yes. Two goals in six. Yes. Is a lot better than no goals in six. Well, absolutely. So when you is injured or whatever, it's like, oh, okay, well he's got two in six, so he can score. Yeah. That that's nice if he has to play up there on his own. So I'm impressed well, with that. I mean, there are all sorts of options. Carwin didn't start down at uh, Rayong. Um, Chichenok moved into a sort of central striker's role alongside Yu Byung Su, which um, was a great idea for Chicka's speed. I was over yeah, the moon. Yeah. Like that. And I think that speed made a difference because Byung-Siu and Akara win are similar sorts of players. Um, so something a bit different, particularly when you're up against a 41-year-old centre-half. Uh, that, that made sense. He's impressive, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's, what a good player. Brilliant. Katana, who uh, was at track last season and uh, moved across to Rayong. Uh, that was a, he's fit. That was, that's a great thing, isn't it? They're, they're well happy with that. He's yeah. Yeah. Jack. Yeah, does again another how oh, you just boss boss the back four. Yeah, yeah. very Classic. impressed actually, Classic. very impressed. Um, so until next week, and we've got a bit of travelling to do <laughs> to, to to get down to Surtani. It'll be interesting. These non-league games, non-league cup. You know, these cup games are always fun. Yes, Simon. Um, Sorrow was excellent. I think we yes. really need to say he really was. Yes. And Tamiyut yes. comes on and just. Hey, why is he going to play? Oh, right. And that was great. He did basically, really, basically really well. As a left winger. Yeah. yeah, it was like, wow, that's good. So, obviously, the manager, well impressed with that, mate. Well done. Bit disappointed you didn't get booked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the referee probably deserved more of a rant this week than the, the referee at Pat, against Patty of the previous week. Passion, sir, that's what we require. And shouting. Passion and shouting. On that, uh, on that <laughs> thoughtful note, I can't think of anything earlier. It's going to be goodbye from me and goodbye from Simon. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, folks. Cheers.